This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Have you stopped by the Instagram yet today? I hope you have. That uh, audio and video of John Fetterman, who is inappropriately dressed in the Senate, wearing a hoodie, as he stands here with two other doofus senators around him, reading a prepared statement, and then he messes it up by saying out loud, remember, say it again. He wasn't supposed to say, remember, say it again, but he did it anyway. Um, you can go and check out that video. It's a come on video where I give you a little bit of a lead in that give you a little bit of a thing at the end. There, I yell, come on. And, uh, the Fetterman one from a couple of days ago is 340,000 or something now views. And I, I'd like for you to go check this one out as well. Plus there's a, a reel that's just Comer himself, the house oversight committee chair yesterday on my show saying, we know exactly where the whistleblower is and all's, all's well, because you still have news outlets, so-called news outlets saying today that they don't know where he is, which is a lie. Um, You'll remember famously when Donald Trump was in office, one of the impeachments was about a phone call he had with Zelensky in Ukraine. You had this guy, Vindman. Vindman. You just called him Vindman, he got mad at you. Or Mr. Vindman, he got mad at you. Oh, I'm a lieutenant colonel. You call me LTC or lieutenant colonel. Now nah, I'll call you whatever I want. Kind of free speech thing. But uh, Vindman, this guy is Ukrainian. He's American. But I guess he speaks... Ukrainian or something. Either way, he was listening in on the phone call. Several people were listening on the phone call. Many, many people listening in on the phone call. It was a phone call that was not surreptitious. It wasn't secretive. It wasn't hidden. And in the phone call, Trump absolutely says, can you check and see if there's some corruption going on there? Something about Joe Biden. Can you can you see what's going on? And the allegation was Trump was not going to give the weaponry we promised to Ukraine unless they investigated dirt on Biden. Well, that's not what was said. So what Trump did very wisely, he released the actual transcript of the phone call almost immediately. Since then, he said, perfect phone call. Since then, he said, nothing wrong. And he's right. There was absolutely nothing wrong there. Vinman had to come forward. Had to, I was on that phone call, and this is what happened. Remember, they love the whistleblowers against Trump. Uh, anonymous you know, articles showing up in The Atlantic and showing up in The New York Times about Trump. They loved it. They could not get enough of the whistleblowers. Well, now we have whistleblowers. You've heard Steve Friend on this show. You've heard Kyle Serafin on this show. You'll hear more on this program. 
Now we've got whistleblowers from the FBI who have been suspended from their jobs, many of them without pay, many of them losing their houses, and they've got families to support. You've got them now in front of Congress, and the left hates them. Oh, they're turncoats. How dare they? They're, They're not to be trusted. And one ridiculous representative, I think from California, her name is Sanchez, goes after one of these whistleblowers and alleges he wrote something on Twitter that is not from his account and that he did not write. And even after he tells her it's not my account, she still wants him to give an opinion on it. What? We start things out, though, with a um, an FBI whistleblower, a guy who has a stellar record. The five-minute opening statement, I'm just going to give you about a minute of it so you can get a feeling of who this guy is. And I start out with him where he just basically lays it out. I thought I was going to protect the Constitution. I thought I was going to protect good people and go after bad people. I thought the job was to uphold the law and go after those who were, who were doing horrible, dastardly things in our country to, to good people. This isn't Steve Friend you're going to hear, but Steve Friend on my show said he was actually the guy who was tracking down pedophiles, which we want, I think, to track down pedophiles, get them off the streets and get them away from our kids. But it turns out they took him off that job and said, your job now is to go and pay more attention to those who are praying at abortion clinics, those who are going to school board meetings. Literally sit in the parking lot of a school board meeting and take down license plates as an FBI agent. I kid you not. That's what was going on. So here's the first soundbite, and this guy really is heartfelt. Give you about a minute of it just so you can get a flavor of what this was about today. I've sworn to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic, even if that means sacrificing my life. I've lived that oath out since first enlisting in the Army, consistently saying, here am I, send me. My oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams, and livelihood of my family. My strong, beautiful, and courageous wife and our four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. In weaponized fashion, the FBI allowed me to accept orders to a new position halfway across the country. They allowed us to sell my family's home. They ordered me to report to the new unit when our youngest daughter was two weeks old. Then, on my first day on the new assignment, they suspended me, rendering my family homeless. They refused to release our goods, including our clothes, for weeks. All I wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent. To my chagrin, bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation and protect the innocent. But I, for one, will never stop trying. And I'll never forget my oath. Garrett O'Boyle, FBI whistleblower. A guy who had a stellar record. A guy who had a folder that said how great he was. Won award after award as an FBI agent. When he decided that what was happening wasn't okay. And he had to blow the whistle that they were going after good people and ignoring bad people. They made him move. He ended up losing his house. They wouldn't release the goods. You hear what he said? Not even their clothing. But we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I mean, you've got a situation where people saw wrongdoing. Because keep in mind, and in the longer version of what he said, he never took an oath to the FBI. I swear to uphold the FBI. Uh-uh. No, this guy took an oath to the Constitution, to freedom and liberty, to protect the American people from bad, no matter whether it was from inside or outside the government. And he tried to do the job, and they did all they could to destroy him.
Same thing with Kyle Serafin. We've had him on several times. I'll have him on again soon. I mean, they suspended him with no pay for months and months and months to the point where he just said, forget it. I'm done. And he went and did his own thing. Steve Friend still fighting the good fight. Friend was in front of this committee today. So either we want the good guys to do the job we thought that we were getting from the good guys, or we want them to call themselves good guys and go after anybody they want. And the weight of the FBI or the DOJ coming down on you is not an easy one. That is not an easy weight. Now, here's that back and forth between somebody. And by the way, I want your thoughts on this. I think some some of you have some very strong opinions on this. Do you think that as they're in the FBI, these agents should be blowing the whistle? Or do you think maybe they should quit first and then blow the whistle and go get notoriety? Because if they blow the whistle, they're supposed to be protected. The whole idea of the whistleblower program is that they'll be protected. And they're not being protected. They're being attacked. They're being squashed by the weight of the DOJ. So are you for them coming out and publicly, they didn't want to, they had to do this in a committee, he said he lost his anonymity now. But are you for them reporting what's going wrong in the FBI and staying in the the division? Or you want them to leave, then report it. And again, FBI whistleblowers, they were the left's best friend when Trump was in office. They couldn't wait. But what are your thoughts on that? I definitely want your thoughts on it. But I want to give you this back and forth between this uh, this Representative Sanchez. And she and she looks so stupid. But what, what kills me is that she doesn't know how stupid she looks. She's going after a guy who has the same name as a famous quarterback. And then... She alleges that a Twitter account is his, and it's not even the quarterback's Twitter account. It's just some anonymous, stupid Twitter account. And he says it's not mine. She still continues to question him about the Twitter account that isn't his. You, Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter, yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A97050645? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that... I just have to stop it there. Marcus Allen, by the way, was a, was a, a running back, not a quarterback. Um, but his name is Marcus Allen. It's not the quarter. It's not the, the running back. It's not this person that she's talking about. I just, I just had to stop it. Because he literally says, it's not my account. She says the name of the account. She says, nope, it's not my account. Okay, well, on this date, this account tweeted this. And, uh, and now she wants him to answer whether he agrees with it. I, there are hundreds of millions of tweets every day. Are you telling me the government has the ability to grab any tweet from any person that might have a similar name to yours or mine? Pull us in front of a committee, question us about whether we agree with that person, even though we have no connection to them? I mean, are, are you on crack? So I'll give you the whole soundbite again. Now, now this is in context. She's alleging, she thinks going in that this is his Twitter account. It's not. But even though she finds out it's not, she still questions him as if it is. I found it to be kind of funny. After that, Twitter was was a buzz because there was a person with the same name as this Sanchez lady who said, I, I love President Trump or something. Or President Trump was the best president ever. And I think even Matt Gates retweeted it and said, oh, I, who knew? This is what you believed. When, of course, it wasn't her. So here's that whole soundbite again. This is, again, this is the, the height of stupidity we're seeing from the left. And you, l- listen, a lot of you people listening are Democrats. You keep voting for these people, really? 
You know, Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter, yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A9705064? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, That quote, is not my account, ma'am. You haven't let me finish the question, sir. Might have been the football player. You haven't let me finish the question. On and the time is mine. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th, retweet if you agree, end quote. Do you agree with that statement? Yes or no? That, that is, I don't, no ma'am, that's not my account at all. I have I'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement, yes or no? Can you please rephrase the statement? Yeah. Do you think I'm the that lady has expired. staged January 6th? I just want him to answer he'll answer. He'll answer. Question. Yeah, he'll answer. I'm just telling you your time's up. Do you believe that Nancy Pelosi, do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th? Yes I, or I no? No. Thank you. Second time he said no, that he did not agree with the tweet that was not tweeted by him. Did, maybe I'm missing it. Could be missing it. Sam, am I missing it? I don't I don't understand. It's not his account. Somebody in her office is going to get fired. That's first of all, because they thought it was his account. But Marcus Allen, I would imagine, is a name that is not that unique. It's not Joe Pagliarulo, which is a little bit more unique, I think. It's more ethnic. Two first name names is not something that unknown. Did they scour Twitter and find any account being called Marcus Allen and then try to hang it around his neck? Is that what's going on here? And then he said, listen, it's not, it's, it's not my, oh, it's my time. Let me finish my question. What could your question possibly be since he told you it wasn't his? If she had a brain, I'm guessing she doesn't. If she had a brain... She would have said, oh, okay, I got bad information. Let me move on. Then ask him something else with your time. But she's so stupid. I feel I must play it again. Mr. Allen, have you ever used Twitter, yes or no? I have utilized Twitter, yes. Okay, and is your account at Marcus A9705064? That is absolutely not my account. Okay, that's not your account. Well, on December 5th, 2022, an account under the name Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, That is not my account, ma'am. You haven't let me finish the question, sir. might have been the football player. You haven't let me finish the question. And the time is mine. On December 5th, 2022, an account under the name of Marcus Allen retweeted a tweet that said, quote, Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th retweet if you agree end quote do you agree with that statement yes or no that that is i don't no ma'am that's not my account at all i have i'm no asking idea. whether you agree with that statement yes or no can you please rephrase the statement yeah. do you think I'm the gentle lady has expired staged january 6th i just want him to answer he'll answer, he'll answer. yeah he'll answer i'm just telling you your time's up do you believe that Nancy Pelosi, do you agree with the statement that this person tweeted that Nancy Pelosi staged January 6th? I, yes or I no? No. Thank you. Now be careful when you're watching network news. 
depending on which outlet you're watching. And I haven't seen them do this, but it would not be beyond what they do to play that as if it is his account. Clearly, it's not. The left will probably ignore this, but they could, out of context, make this look like it's him you know, scrambling to give an answer to why he said that on Twitter, and he never said it. It's not his account. It's so ridiculous they took some random Marcus Allen account and put it on him. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Do you think these whistleblowers should be coming forward? Should they quit first? Should they stay anonymous? Should they just write a letter? And what do you think about this back and forth? Keep it here. Coming back. Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Glad to have you. I appreciate you stopping by. We've got Judge Jadine Pirro next hour. Make sure you stick around. Going to talk to the college fix in hour number three. We appreciate uh, them coming on as well. There's a lot going on college and university campuses that you probably don't know are going on. Let me tell you about Eden Pure. The Thunderstorm Air Purifier, we've got three in the house. They work great. They get rid of any odor, any smell. It's going to leave, leave any area smelling fresh and clean every time. Over 350,000 have been sold. You know it's got to work. And again, it goes after any sort of mold or, or odor or virus. Going to take care of them in just a few seconds after it's on. Litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money every single month. Right now, save on a three-pack of the Eden Pure Thunderstorms. You're going to save $200, which means... It's about $200, actually less than $200 for three of them. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, anywhere you want. Go and check that out right now. You go and get this deal by going to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com, put in keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S, that's the code, and save 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com, discount code is PAGS, P-A-G-S. Shipping is free. Let me go to the phone lines uh, very quickly here. Sean, what's going on in Florida? Hi. Hey, how you doing, Joe? Good, Good to hear Good your dream. voice again. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, you know, to answer your question, I guess sort of, I've been in that gentleman's shoes before, not to the extent that he has, and I agree that the government can come down pretty hard. But listening to that whole diatribe, when he said, he gave the whole spiel about swearing an oath to the Constitution, and they put his heart into it. You know, people don't talk like that anymore, and I think that's part of the problem. That's why I don't think we're ever going to see this issue get fixed, because we're just not serious enough about ending it. I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, I hope that we're serious enough. I mean, he certainly is. I think Jim Jordan is, who's the chair of that committee. I think that the other Republicans on that committee certainly were serious enough about it. The Democrats aren't. Um, the general public probably not serious enough about it. And we've got to bring them back to that, bring them back to a love of, of this country, a love of our value system, a love of what got us here, 
a love of how we've evolved and, and how we're the best land on planet Earth. I don't think they were teaching that at all. In fact, we keep on taking the pledge away from school and keep on kneeling uh, when the anthem's on and stuff like that. But I think it can be brought back because people like you, people like me, people like that guy, and people like a lot of people who are listening right now. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.